On June 13th, 2023, St. Peter's Health Partners announced their intentions to close the Burdett Birth Center located at Samaritan Hospital in Troy, New York. It is the only birth center in all of Rensselaer County. A group of birth workers, parents, and organizations formed the Save Burdett Birth Center Coalition. Today, we are joined by midwife, the Save Burdett Birth Center Coalition member, and longtime activist for birth justice, Rose Mitchell, to give us an update on the proposed closure of Burdett Birth Center. Rose, welcome to the Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You all have been busy, and we haven't checked in with you in a minute, but on Wednesday, February 28th, St. Peter's Health Partners is holding an in-person information session about the proposed closure of Burdett Birth Center. You guys have been working hard. You kept it open past the original closure date. And I'm just curious, what is this informational session? Uh, what do you expect to hear? Yes, we've been fighting really hard and there's been an incredible outpouring of support from the community. And there are just so many different members of this coalition. It's really exciting and I'm really proud to be a part of it. Tomorrow night, this forum that St. Peter's is hosting, I think we feel as a coalition that it's kind of in response to complaints from us and possibly also from the Department of Health that St. Peter's has yet to engage meaningfully with the community and provide a, an adequate you know, listening ear for community concerns. So I think that's more or less their motivation for hosting this event. They had a forum that was virtual back in November that had a lot of people online watching, but they had some pretty tight control over um, who could speak and the questions that were asked and things like that. And so it was kind of received uh, from us and from members of the community as sort of like a dud in terms of, you know, that earnest attempt to engage with the community and address their concerns. What we're hoping for is a clear plan to address some of the concerns that we have around this closure. The outstanding issues right now are transportation and the loss of the midwifery model of care and the just general reduction in services to an already underserved community. I want to back up a smidge and clarify that Burdett is a birth center in name only. Um, it is actually a maternity unit at a hospital. The term birth center should be reserved for an independent freestanding facility that is not actually a hospital. I point that out because I feel like it's a marketing ploy that um, hospitals use as part of their bait and switch tactics to earn goodwill and undo confidence from the community about the type of care that they're going to get in those types of facilities. Um, that said, Burdett does achieve excellent results, excellent outcomes, and does that with within the context of a community that is uh, like, I think 55% of their patients are Medicaid recipients. And anyone who's like, who knows the city of Troy knows that it's a, a very ethnically, racially diverse city. And part of the reason that Burdett achieves the outcomes that it does is because it is primarily operated under the midwifery model of care. Certainly there are constraints there because it is a hospital, um, but the folks who work there, be they nurses, midwives, uh, support staff, and even the obstetricians who support them you know, and back up the midwives are used to what normal physiologic birth looks like. And 
patients go there with the understanding that they're going to be given time and respect and safety and all of these things that are really important for achieving the excellent outcomes that Burdett has achieved. So when they talk about closing Burdett, uh, at baseline, it's a tragedy that this city would lose this basic service, but the reality that it is an excellent example of maternity care makes it that much more devastating to those of us who are familiar with it and who are familiar with these issues. Since June of 2023, there has been rallies held by your group. There have been studies done. The state attorney general held a hearing in Troy. Most recently, Mayor Montello in her state of the city said that she would fight to keep Burdett Birth Center open. The firefighters, EMTs, like it seems like on multiple levels, there's a call to keep Burdett Birth Center open. So is there any chance that that will stay open? And is it up to the health department or whose hands does it lay in today? Um, that's a good question. I I think there's a chance. Personally, I'm not optimistic because I believe that St. Peter's wants to wash their hands of this and walk away entirely. And I think that they will do whatever it takes to do that, um, even if it means paying more in fines than they claim is their, you know, fiscal shortfall that is driving the, the reason for the closure. So in the closure process, they have submitted their closure plan to Department of Health. And this process is like regulated. It only has to undergo what's called a limited review. And so there's a like inherent lack of transparency in the decision-making process at DOH because it's only a limited review. Since June, the coalition rallied, sort of forced St. Peter's to hold themselves accountable to the community. The attorney general got involved. She had her hearing. Um, I was actually at an event last weekend at the legislative office building about achieving racial equity in birth. And Tish James gave opening remarks and mentioned Burdett and talked about how she takes responsibility for Burdett still being open despite St. Peter's, you know, decision to close it by the end of last year. Um, and she made it clear that she intends to compel them to keep it open indefinitely. So I, I, I trust her. <laughs> I have a ton of faith in her. She's someone who's been getting a lot done. But who knows? You know, the legal mechanisms that exist are probably not adequate. I don't know that anybody can force a private entity to continue to do business. So it remains to be seen. If Burdett can be saved, I believe that it will have to be done with different ownership and different leadership. It will probably not look the way that it does now if it is able to be saved. If you go back even further in history, though, Burdett was not, Burdett was originally an independent entity. It's only been since uh, 2020 that it's been owned and, op and operated by St. Peter's. So there's a precedent for it existing in the facility that it's in under different leadership. So perhaps we can figure out a way to go back to that model. I think that is probably our best chance of keeping it open as is. As far as um, the future goes, we're waiting for the health department to make a decision on their closure plan. And when that decision comes down, you know, we will either get what we want or we will keep fighting. 
And as you continue to keep fighting, Rose, on February 28th, Wednesday, the, at this information session that St. Peter's Health Partners is holding in the community, you are asking people to show up. So I was wondering, um, before we run out of time, if you could share some of the details about how you're making it easier for people to get to HVCC, Hudson Valley Community College. We've been lucky enough to have CDTA support our efforts and they've donated a bus, a whole bus, um, which will be uh, leaving from the Center for Economic Opportunity at 2328 Fifth Avenue in Troy and going to the venue where the event will be held and then returning there when it's over. The venue is at Hudson Valley Community College. It's at the Balmer Telecommunications Center. It's from six to 7.30, roughly. Certainly, if you can get there yourself, uh, there's plenty of parking. As we wrap up, can you tell us why it's important for people to attend this event tomorrow? Why is it important for you to get people out there tomorrow night? St. Peter's used to know that we care. We can't let them take away vital services without fighting back. Many of the people who this closure will impact the worst are in chronically marginalized communities who uh, have limited access to care, limited access to political power, and the importance of the community showing up and fighting for them um, cannot be understated, especially when we are facing a maternal mortality crisis that is unprecedented in modern times and puts our nation and our state to shame with the statistics and outcomes, and especially for people of color. If you have the ability to come out and show St. Peter's that we're not going to sit idly by and let them mess with healthcare in our community, please do. Thank you for that, Rose Mitchell. And thank you for joining us today on the Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure.